Welcome to PR McGinnon, Best PR Practices for a New World. I'm Dr. Margaret Murray, and I created this podcast for my students in COM 460, PR Campaigns. This semester, they've been working hard to create projects for South Arbor Animal Hospital in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Today, the owner of South Arbor, Dr. Jessica Noel, is back to talk about the best student campaigns. If you want to learn more about South Arbor and its PR challenges, we talked in depth in episode two called Meet Our Client. But now let's talk with Dr. Noel and get her reaction to our PR campaigns. Dr. Noel, thanks for joining us again. Hello, how are you? I'm great. So I sent you about 13 very detailed projects. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you knew hard work. <laughs> what, what you were getting into. <laughs> So yeah, for, no, your students put a lot of work into their projects, which is awesome. Yeah. So it was the capstone for the course. So you got 13 complete campaigns and we did five each on three different topics. Perfect. So we can't talk about all of them just because of time. So today we're going to talk about the ones that really stood out in each issue. So we'll start with issue one, which was around COVID. So mm-hmm. you had talked about how your PR challenge was staying connected with your clients, even though they can't come into the office. They're sitting in the car, you're watching their pets, taking care of their pets inside, and they're feeling a little bit disconnected from you. Mm -hmm. So were there any that really jumped out at you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could tell that um, this was probably, I think, the most challenging of the projects that your students could have picked. So I was intrigued by some of the solutions that they came up with. Probably the one that I thought that really kind of jumped out at me immediately that I thought clients would really appreciate was the idea for window painting. Erica definitely had a clever idea with, because the clients are sitting and facing the window while their pets are inside. And so creating a way to engage them with something visual and something fun that's pet oriented Technically a little labor intensive, probably was trying to update it and keep it topical and kind of including potentially trying to somehow incorporate people's actual pets. I believe there was multiple, Erica and I thought someone else had also brought up the idea of face mask, um, like a South oh, Madeline, logo. Madeline yep. had the branded face mask, but let's stay with Erica yep. really quick. Cause I really like sure. this yeah, yeah. idea of hiring an artist to paint cats mm-hmm. and dogs on your window and maybe even your client's cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. So it's more personal and connecting with them. And what I liked about it too, was she found quotes, like here's (laughs) particular window artists, here's how much they charge per hour. Here's some screenshots of their work. So it was a very easy idea to implement. You Mm -hmm. could just get a good idea of the budget. She did a lot of the legwork for sure. Coming up with, you know, as opposed to just someone at the clinic who wants to paint the window. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, definitely having artists. And it's kind of a cool way to support local art, right? Artists are always looking for opportunities to do stuff like this. Um, And that would be kind of a cool way to incorporate just local talent and and trying to engage in the community too. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned including your social media handles on there. Mm -hmm. Maybe people follow you because of that, or they tag themselves if their animal is featured in the window. Mm -hmm. So there's that social component that's really missing in COVID Mm -hmm. with you're special, your dog is special. Here's, you know, buddy who's been a client for five years. 
we're going to paint him. So it was just very positive, mm -hmm. but very not labor intensive for you. For me, exactly. Yep. Supervising it, making sure it's current, coming up with ideas, but I think they're great. Like, I think this is a very doable project in a way that would be fun for the clients as opposed to, um, you know, we should be educating them for sure, but we have found over the years that anything that engages clients on our social media tends to be something that's cute and fun to look at. <laughs> right. Right. So that's something that's really nice. And with COVID, you know, people are tired of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a downer. Yeah. So this is yeah. like a and very, there's, like... there's varieties of opinions, you know, like it, it, sometimes you just don't really want to necessarily, you know, argue with people about it or necessarily try to convince them as much as like you said, like just give them something that's exciting and cute. And who knows when they pull up that time, are they going to see their pet or a pet they know in the window? That sort of thing. Yeah. Something to do while mm -hmm. they're waiting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then you, you kind of mentioned Madeline had the idea of face masks and hand sanitizer with the South Arbor logo. Yeah. On yeah. I thought that was very clever too. It's an easy giveaway, right? Like something they can, you know, it's anytime you can brand yourself is always a nice thing to do. And in the same vein of reminding people, like we're still trying to keep people safe. This is the reason why we have the setups we have. So yeah, her logo ideas for the masks and the hand sanitizer was clever. Yeah. Very simple. But again, you're a small business owner. You don't have a lot of time, so yeah. you can just order those, give them away. Yep. Win-win. And yep. then I thought probably the most creative idea was Jennifer. Mm -hmm. So she had a couple ideas. One was using iPads so that clients could zoom in and see you yeah. taking care of their pets in real time. Mm -hmm. So kind of a big financial investment because you'd have to buy the iPads and set them up. Yes. Yeah. Jennifer's ideas were, were, I think the iPad idea, it's kind of touching on the idea of telemedicine that became very popular at the beginning of COVID with vet med. Like how do we just encourage people to use technology for us to still stay connected? But yes, the idea of owners being able to see what's going on with their pets without having to physically be in the building is, would be great. And if it weren't such a financial burden, or I hate to say it, sometimes it's just people just are not the technology or you had, you'd have to do all of the work for them to a certain extent to help them be able to use it. Um, uh, but it's definitely hitting on, on what we're trying to accomplish them still feeling like they're a part of the process, even though they're not physically with their pet. So it's, that was a very thoughtful idea. I'm sure actually a lot of my clients would love if I could hand them an iPad and they can like, They'll you know, see. kind of follow around what we're doing. So, um, yeah, so that was a clever idea. And then she also had this very out of the box idea about these kind of bubble windows that would allow people to be able to see in without physically being in. Um, like portholes, like plastic yes. pop-out right. windows pop-out windows that I think the concept is great, but the execution would probably be very, very difficult. And, you know, just physically, right? Like installing them and where, and the clients would kind of technically have to almost be in the building at that point to then be able to utilize something like that. Um, we can sort of do that now to a certain extent. We have a vestibule in the front that owners could technically stand outside. We could be in the vestibule and they could be seeing us through the door. But yeah, it's again, very out of the box idea. I thought that was very clever of her. Although, like I said, sadly, it probably would not be the easiest thing to install. And what people sometimes underestimate is that 
dogs especially can get very stressed if they can see their owners and not get to them so that might backfire on us with certain patients well like you said this was a very challenging challenge (laughs) covid is very tough but what i like about the variety of ideas that came out of it is i feel like some people like jennifer got at the actual problem itself like Mm -hmm. the problem is people feeling like they want to be in the room and they can't so she's bringing them into the room either with technology or with altering the space and then you know someone like erica's idea is it a symptom like if the if they're Mm -hmm. spending time looking at their pets painted on the window they're still not in the space they're still Mm -hmm. not actually seeing what's happening in the appointment but they feel more connected So she's kind of addressing the symptom of it as opposed to actually solving the problem. They get the warm, fuzzy feeling a different way. Correct. Yeah. No, I think that you're right. They're both coming at it from just sort of different angles. And I think that's great. That was, that's awesome that they were both thinking of it differently. And the last one I wanted to talk about was Mariah's because also unique. No one else had this idea. She had the idea of creating a seasonal catalog where right. some of the catalog would be you giving COVID updates, explaining what's going on in your own words and why, but then a lot of the catalog would be a pet photo contest mm-hmm. where you'd ask people to send in pictures of them with their pets. And then the catalog would show the winners of the cute photo contest. So it was a very yeah. positive idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, I mean, this is a pretty fabulous uh, option, potentially, I hate to say it for probably maybe a bigger practice than ours, you would need to probably have someone who, you know, developing printing and, and creating and mailing a quarterly catalog or seasonal catalog uh, is fairly labor intensive, but I could see consumers, clients thinking it was super cool to get this catalog in the mail and find out whether or not their pet's picture made it or not, right? And then it's an excuse to educate. It's the classic, you know, <laughs> look for your pet's picture, but oh, by the way, let me explain to you more about what our current COVID policies are or where we're at or what's going on in the clinic, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I could also see if you were trying to grow your business a lot, the catalog mm-hmm. would be a great way to, oh, here's a coupon or like including... Right? you know, different things to draw people in or to try to share, but you've already grown a ton this year. (laughs) You're overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, this, yeah, the outreach, I don't, I mean, I think it would create a great warm and fuzzy. Would it be a financial benefit for us? Uh, Probably not. I probably would not gain a ton more clients by at this point, um, doing the catalog, but definitely another great way to at least communicate, especially in people's homes and then just something different than social media, right? You know, it's nice to get things in the mail that you find cute and endearing as opposed to, you know, um, just yet another pamphlet or flyer or something like that. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. again, with this idea, Mariah made a mock catalog. She did. She did. Yeah. And that really drew me in. I was looking at her pictures, the pictures she put in of her with her pets. And <laughs> yes, it was really cute. <laughs> yeah. By demonstrating yeah. the idea, I got that warm and fuzzy feeling where I was like, oh, this would be fun. And it would dampen the downer of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've, it's a way to get COVID information out, but it's not just COVID information. It's also positive right. and fun and cute. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked her definitely. I will say I looked through most of your students' projects and I liked how the presentation of her idea 
was very nice. It was very easy to read, very easy to lay out, very demonstrative. And she was very thorough. Like she, she didn't just say like what you could put for, she created a little COVID-19 awareness spread, which is really cool. Yeah. So of these four ideas, Erica, Madeline, Jennifer, and Mariah, which one do you think you'd be most likely to actually execute? I would say it's probably a little combination, but probably primarily Erica's idea. I think that would be very straightforward and easy to execute primarily because I could outsource that right to a local artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the other idea would be if Erica came up with this also, but Madeline definitely created some cute mock-ups for the face masks and the hand sanitizer. I think those would be again, fairly easy to execute also. So yeah, I think the window painting was a really clever idea for sure. Great. All right. Well, let's move on to our second issue, which is celebrating your new location. You expanded and moved to a bigger space and you also hired two new doctors. So this is a situation where you typically would have an open house so you could Mm -hmm. celebrate and welcome everyone into the new space, but because of COVID, you can't. So to me, I was surprised more students didn't choose this issue because it's so yeah. positive. It's so like, we're celebrating. It's fun. Yeah. 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 It's party planning, right? <laughs> it's, you know, like, how do we, yeah. How do we celebrate something? Um, but I think the, the students who worked on this project all came up with really clever ideas. And the two that were kind of the most similar um, were events that we could do outside. So COVID friendly. And Melissa had a cute... <laughs> What was the name of her campaign? Oh, pause, claws, and curtain calls. I love which that. I thought was very cute. <laughs> very, very cute. And um, basically encouraging owners, you know, to have their pets come for a talent show. And, you know, we basically set it up as an outdoor event fair kind of thing and as an excuse to give away prizes and, you know, meet and greet with people and then obviously celebrate their very, very clever pets. And then Adam's was similar, except his was a pet fashion show which I think you could almost combine. I think that would be a really cool, like, cause not every pet has a talent or at least right. talents that are, but they can execute well consistently. Under pressure <laughs> with a lot of people right, around. Right. But you can always dress your dog up, you know? And so, and some people I've even seen dress their cats up. They're kind of brave and they'll bring them out little strollers and whatnot. So yeah, I think you could almost combine those two ideas. And um, Melissa had a very detailed, you know, plan for various items and you know, things you would need and trying to make sure that there was a reasonable budget for, you know, having, you know, things for people to take home and little bits of snacks and festive stuff, party stuff, all that good stuff. And, uh, and then the other, the name was a very, that was really good. Pause, claws, and curtain calls is really cute. And with these ideas, you know, they created the sample invitations and the flyers and Mm -hmm. helped you visualize how you would market it and what it would look like. And so the name was a key part of that, like, yeah. Get everybody excited for the big event. Pause calls. Yeah. Calls. It's cute. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, and Adam did a good job too, breaking down, you know, the budget and again, kind of similar ideas. They even both came up with locations locally for me that would be applicable, which would be great. The biggest thing I think I would have to be careful about with these ideas is uh, it's weather dependent. And I would, you know, basically the whole staff would have to be involved with hosting this at a separate time, separate from, but I mean, that's the nature of an open house is that it's not going to be in the middle of the work day. So So, yeah, but they were clever ideas for sure. And then Lauren had the idea for a Zoom party. Mm -hmm. So similar, but all online. And so this way clients could see 
the actual mm -hmm. space. Yes. So that would have exactly that accomplishes helping clients see inside versus simply meeting and greeting. So two different angles, but yeah, definitely a nice idea to be able to help people come into the clinic, see everything, give them a tour, help them chat with people. Um, and then I feel like she had some um, ideas for giveaways mm -hmm. um, for people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, participating uh, it was really cute. South Arbor's virtual launch party, which, you know, in fairness, you could probably do it all, right? You could probably, you know, find an excuse to do both versions of this in the, and making sure that people feel like they've had an opportunity to celebrate with us. So that's true. And, mm -hmm. you know, I really liked the giveaways too, because we're all kind of tired of Zoom. And <laughs> yeah. what's the draw to actually log into right. another Zoom party or Zoom <laughs> meeting? But if you're like, oh, we're giving away Target gift cards and PetSmart yeah. and Petco and like, it's taking that budget that would usually be for food and drinks right. and just seamlessly moving it to the virtual mm -hmm. and you can just email people gift card codes and right, it's very fun and easy. Yeah. I think probably the biggest stress for the Zoom launch party would be getting my staff to get into the idea of being like reality TV stars for a day, you know, like people, I, you know, some people are very camera shy or there's all the stress of the makeup or the hair, <laughs> or, mm -hmm. you know, what are we doing? Are we actually like seeing appointments or are we just literally giving them a tour and trying to say clever things? Um, do we pre-record some, a lot of thought would need to go into it. Um, but again, I think that's, again, really accomplishes what we're trying to do. It allows people to see what, see what's going on and then also keep it safe. Right. Well, mm -hmm. if you do the talent show or the fashion show, we want to see the pictures. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, for sure. That'd be really cute. All right. Well, the last challenge was updating the referral program. So this was the most popular issue that students selected and tried to address. You mentioned in episode one that you have a referral program that you really like, but you want to update it and you want a way to thank clients who keep doing referrals because right. for one referral, you handwrite a thank you card, a second referral, you give them a mug, right? Yes. They get a mug, get the little candies in it. Yep. And so then you're like, well, what do I do if they refer six people? Yeah. You know, some people probably don't do any referrals and then some do a ton. Right. And so you didn't want it to be gimmicky. You didn't want it to bribe people and try to, you know, you get free stuff. If you do referrals, it's more right. thanking them for their loyalty, encouraging mm -hmm. them to keep doing it, recognizing that they're helping the business, but really just building that relationship. Correct. Yeah. So this one was challenging because a lot of the ideas were very similar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah, you're kind of working within the same parameters. It's, it's hard to necessarily, there's there's only so many ways to say thank you to a certain extent. And yeah, I think Cameron's, we talked about Cameron's project primarily because he had a clever, Cameron had a clever name. Yep, that's your point. Exactly. That's your point. That's why I wanted to get it exactly right. Um, it was a point system for, you know, you earn points by referring patients. Cutie called the points pause. You get 500 pause for referring a patient. Um, keeping up to date with vaccines, enrolling in any of our services, each for points. 
spending merchandise on. And then for every, I think, thousand points, they earned a certain amount of money that then obviously would be a credit to their account, which I think is a, you know, very, I think that's an idea that a lot of businesses have used, you know, trying to encourage people to keep coming and keep using and therefore you get, you know, rewards for that. The bummer with this type of a program is that it would be very, very hard to keep up with. It would be very, very hard to manage. You'd almost need an entire software program to manage software or to manage these points for people and make sure it was being handled fairly and appropriately. Just particularly labor intensive because we have a lot of clients and it would be you know tough to make sure that that they're all being kept up with with all their points but the name was really cute and I like the idea of making it so animal centric which is cute yeah I think when you have very similar ideas to choose from what's going to make it stand out is the branding of the idea so we mm-hmm. basically right came up with the title and little catch right. and or the graphic design So you're skimming, you know, six different, very large reports, which Mm -hmm. ones are you going to dive into the ones with a lot of pictures and Mm -hmm. a lot of white space and bulleted Mm -hmm. lists and sample content, sample samples of what the work would look like. And so you mentioned Sierra's really caught your attention. Yeah. Sierra's was very strong. I have to say just everything about it top to bottom. Um, She really nailed the color scheme very well. It throughout her entire report, she used the color scheme that she had recommended for us, which is a nice modern touch on what we already do with the greens, green, black, white, purple, and very easy to read layout. She's very clear about her objectives. She did pretty much take our campaign that we already use um, with the thank you cards and the mugs, but she updated everything and you know updated the cards updated the mugs and then the thing that I thought was a great solution to our referral issue is that she recommended the quarterly program so meaning every quarter you know we basically maybe do a big gift for people who have done multiple referrals and that's kind of a cool idea because then I can kind of lump these people together as we accumulate them through the year oh this one's now a four-person referral, five-person referral, six-person referral. They can go into this pot that then every quarter I can draw from and pick winners, one, two, three winners that then get kind of a a larger display of thank you. And we can change it up. You know, doing it once a quarter makes it a lot easier for me to be creative. Maybe there's a new business I'd like to support, send them a new gift basket from here or whatever it is. A Um, Christmas one, make it seasonal. Exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that is a really cool way. And then that's something we can even exemplify on our social media to, you know, let us, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, that's something that we might look forward to one day. Maybe we'd be a part of that. You know, we're, we've been referring some people. Um, I just thought that was great. It, it was just, I, why I didn't think about that. I don't know. It's very, it's a good idea. It's very straightforward and it was, you know, very clever. So I appreciated that. And then yeah, Sierra just has a really great and professional look to just her presentation in general. Like if this were, you know, if she were submitting this to me as a professional, this is something I would expect, you know, as opposed to coming from a student. And I was just very impressed with how she laid everything out for me to read because <laughs> I'm a busy professional and it's nice to have things be very clear and easy to read. Yeah, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, in the university setting, students get very used to writing term papers and they think the longer the term paper that shows the professor how much work I did. And so I'll get a higher grade. And it's a different mindset when you're out of school 
and professionals mm-hmm. are extremely busy and they don't care how much work you did. They care <laughs> what is the deliverable? What are the results? Yeah. Do I like this idea? Yes, no. I want to be able to glance at it, skim it, absorb it really quickly and then move on and maybe mm-hmm. talk about it, you know, and get more of the details on the phone verbally. So that was a really good example of, this was not a term paper. It was very (laughs) streamlined, very visually Mm -hmm. appealing, made you want to look at it. And then one thing you mentioned was, you know, this was an update of what you guys are already doing, right? She took the mug and just updated it. Um, She took the thank you cards and created a new one. And this was something that was strong across the referral idea is people said, you already have a referral program. You like it. It's working let's just add to it. Let's just tweak it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Margaret had the idea of using your tagline more, maybe creating Mm -hmm. a brochure to be part of it. Megan wanted you to create magnets, you know, nothing too crazy because they acknowledged we already have something that's working. We don't want to throw it out or break it, just, you know, update it a little bit. But yeah, with the idea for the drawing names quarterly, It also just takes a lot of volume Mm -hmm. and narrows it down to one person. So you could reach out and say, Hey, you won this gift basket because we drew Mm -hmm. your name because you referred more than three people. Do you mind if we tag you on social media? Do you want that? It makes it manageable to do some of that more personalized, right? Like if I'm referring people to my doctor, a, I'm probably not keeping count. I'm not writing down every time. And you have no idea if that person actually went to the doctor or not. So these are things that people aren't even expecting. And so it's this like lovely surprise out of nowhere and kind of this like someone's paying attention. Oh, I, I didn't even realize these many people had come in. And like you said, it makes it manageable and easier for me to make it more personalized. I mean, some of these people I actually know pretty well. And so it actually wouldn't be that hard to send them something, you know, that's more personal to their pet situation or to their life situation. And then I can keep track of it in terms of, well, they got, you know, I know if it's only four times a year, I'll know who's gotten these things. So I don't duplicate or by accident send the same thing. Like you said, it's just more manageable. So, um, but allows us to still maintain that connection to the clients, which is nice. Yeah. I feel like some of these ideas mm-hmm. solved multiple issues. Like, mm-hmm. The seasonal catalog could also celebrate the new location and the new doctors mm-hmm. and it could have COVID information. And maybe you have a picture yeah. of the gift basket that you're giving away for new referrals. So, you know, we kind of thought of these as very isolated, but some of the ideas really jumped out at me as, you know, oh, Lauren's Zoom call also was COVID friendly and celebrates the new location. Right. And it's a way for you to connect with people but also recognizes the fact that it's different right now. So I love those ideas that intentionally or unintentionally checked multiple Mm -hmm. boxes. Yeah, just the creativity, I think, is really something that business owners don't always have the brain space to think outside the box. They're kind of, it's like you're in it day to day, you're doing the thing all the time. So having, you know, people with perspective that can kind of come up with some clever solutions can be really refreshing. And like you said, sometimes manage more than one problem at a time, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Right. So my hope for this class is always, you know, every semester we have a different client or every time this Mm -hmm. class runs, we have a different client. And my hope is that our client will actually use some of the students' ideas so that those students can share that on their LinkedIn, talk about it in interviews, 
get some of that real experience. So if you do use any of these ideas, please let me know and I'll share it with that student so that they can see their work in action. And then you mentioned you've actually already reached out to Sierra. Yeah, yeah, no, Sierra's project was so impressive. And I just liked her general design aesthetic. And we have been working on, I don't know, probably for the past six months, since prior to moving into the new space, coming up, trying to find a designer who would help us just revamp just everything. We just freshen up the business cards, the magnets, the pens, the mugs, some things I really like, other things it's like, I mean, when we opened the business, I literally just made some of this myself just based on some you know, templates, <laughs> you know, so really like, not the most you know, creative ideas. And it's been a struggle to find a good designer that can work with us and, and help us out. And so we reached out to Sierra to see if that's something she'd like to do. And she's shown interest in that. And so we're really excited to see what she comes up with. And hopefully you can just freshen everything up and maybe even tweak the logo. I mean, I love my logo so much, <laughs> but um, I like the way she kept the silhouettes of our pets in there. And then maybe we'll just kind of jazz up the, the actual um, font more than anything else. So yeah, no, we're very impressed with Sierra and we're hoping that we can work with her for sure. Yeah, well, she's already done a lot of the thought work of researching right? you and <laughs> yeah. doing some preliminary work. So yeah. Her actually getting paid for some of that is best case scenario. Like yep. that's better than I hoped for. Um, yeah. so yeah, keep me posted. I definitely want to see the work that she creates for you guys. If, if that ends up happening, if you hire her as a, you know, consultant to update right. your brand, for I want to sure. see that. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, we appreciate this worked out well for us too. We're very excited that that we were able to hopefully find a good designer for us. Cause I don't know why it's, it's sometimes kind of hard for just regular people to get connected to something like that. So um, that's one thing I guess I can mention to your students too, like as a consumer of, you know, needing graphic design, needing PR, needing that sort of resource, reaching out to small businesses, you know, small business owners like me would love to have a polished, cool, modern look, but it's, it's time consuming to find the people who do that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, you may be surprised at something that's on their to-do list, that they just haven't gotten around to. And if you reach out to some of these, you know, local small business owners, you might be surprised what they'd be really happy to have you help them with because they want to look modern and cool and polished. That's not their forte. They're a chef, they're a doctor, they're a veterinarian, you know, whatever, they're a dentist. And, and so being able to, to be proactive about something like that, you might be surprised the kind of work you might find. Yeah. And work your network. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And do it for yourself first right? Like mm -hmm. if your LinkedIn is beautiful and you have a beautiful website and you have samples mm -hmm. of your work, then people will say, oh, well, you did it for you. You can do it for me. So you right. have to be your own client first, yep. show what you can do, and then you can advertise it to other people. Cause Sierra had mentioned to me that she has her own business. Yeah. So that's why I thought she might be open to actually doing this, getting paid for yeah. it. No, it worked out great. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you for being our guinea pig this semester. We are very at all our work. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a very clever term for the veterinarian. Oh. <laughs> Unintentional. I'll take it. Now, this was super fun. I'm very impressed with your students. I hope they enjoyed the project. They, I'm sure they all have very bright futures ahead of them. So this is this is exciting. They're finally done with the semester. I'm sure they're pumped about that. Yes, it's been a weird semester. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but thank you for giving us something positive and cute to do. You were a perfect yeah. client to think about good, animals good, and puppies good, good. and kittens. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I have to say, I do appreciate that about my job. There's a lot of cute cuteness factor going on um, every day, which is really great. Great. Well, keep in touch. All right. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you. This podcast was made possible by the Hub for Teaching and Learning at the University of Michigan-Dearborn. It was produced by Muhammad Jafar. Hear future episodes by subscribing on Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, or Pocket Casts.